Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm solid to the crack. Never change me and my son of rain. It gets wild when we hang. I'm solid. Could touch the blue part of the flag. The blue part of the flag. And nothing I just want to roll with those in the bottom. Getting this cheese to the day I die. Me and my cheese. Welcome to the Sports Comedy Podcast that is now represented by Tommy DeVito's agent, who takes 10% of every canole. Hey, you laugh, but the man deserves some respect, okay? He gave the most iconic performance of Sit Down, You're Rockin' the Boat in Yonkers Regional Theater history. I'm your host, Adam Weiner, and you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and quickly shutting up about Tommy DeVito's agent after noticing a strange car following us. Big show today, New York Giants wide receiver Jalen Hyatt, courtesy of, who else? Madame Tonkin's Beef Tips. Nah, just kidding, it's Hyatt Hotels. But first, let's take a quick trip through the headlines. And the people said, sit down, sit down, you're rocking a boat. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, that was the wrong recording. I, I don't know how I got my hands on that. Let's do the news. Shohei Otani chose the Dodgers over the weekend, signing a $700 million contract over 10 years, or as Congress calls it, a better use of Hunter Biden's money. After days of speculation, Otani announced the deal himself on Instagram, posting a Google image search of the Dodgers logo. And that scream you hear is Jeff Passan punching straight through the wall of a Marriott. Otani will now join Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman atop the Dodgers' death lineup, which is also the diagnosis after every Dodgers playoff series loss. Otani agreed to defer $68 million per year of his salary into the next decade to assure the Dodgers have more room to spend. Aw, how generous, said Yankees owner Hal Steinbrenner before forcibly deferring Aaron Judge's salary against his will, aka burning cash in a big sack. LeBron's son, Bronny James, had an iconic chase down block in his college debut with USC on Sunday. Man, remind you of anyone? That's right, Jeffrey Chasedown, inventor of the ballpoint pen. James and the Lakers won the NBA's first ever in-season tournament, making them the answer to an incredible trivia question, what the hell did we just watch? Bills head coach Sean McDermott came under fire last week. Aw, oh, man. After it was revealed, he'd once used the story of the 9-11 hijackers to motivate his players and teach teamwork. Even worse, he once used the story of Scott Norwood's wide right field goal to teach how terrorism starts. The Bills tragically were inspired by McDermott this week, damn, to defeat the Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium. After the game, Patrick Mahomes was seen raging at the refs, presumably for not warning Kadarius Tony not to commit a moronic penalty. Now, true story, I wrote that joke before Andy Reid said after the game that that's exactly what happened, saying, quote, it's embarrassing for the NFL that Tony wasn't warned before the call. Also embarrassing for the NFL, he said it while unfriending a referee on Venmo. Shout out to New York Giants for trading Tony last season. Dave Gettleman would have named him team president and accidentally given away his own parking space. Ah, damn, where did I put, I was trying to put my Miata, it should go right here. Oh, with the nameplate says, eh, yeah, I did that. 
the Vikings defeated the Las Vegas Raiders 3-0 in a game I assume lasted five minutes before a still ongoing U2 delay where the band dropped through the ceiling and played their sphere set. Imagine there's, there's like floating sands and big blue beads. Can you see it? Not totally? Okay, let me describe it in greater detail. Head coach Antonio Pierce said he'd learn from the defeat and would no longer be using the quarterback cadence uno, dos, tres, catorce. And now, Giants rookie Jalen Hyatt for Hyatt Hotels with a special promotion that launches today. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Adam Weinrub here with Fansided, and I've got New York Giants wide receiver, Tennessee Volunteers icon, Jalen Hyatt here with me. Uh, on behalf of Hyatt Hotels, of course, uh, Jalen, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, let's talk about your relationship with Hyatt first. I know you've got a, a very special uh, package that you're advertising. Uh, beginning Tuesday, December 12th at 11 a.m. Eastern, fans are going to have a chance to win two tickets to the Giants-Eagles game at MetLife Stadium. Uh, thanks to you and your partnership with Hyatt. So why don't you tell me a little bit more about that? Oh, yeah. Um, we're doing a fine experience. Uh, get two tickets to the game. Uh, not only that, you get a virtual, uh, not even an interview, but really a talk to talk with myself personally. Um, you're going to be staying at the Park Hyatt, one of the most luxurious places uh, of Hyatt um, hotels of, around uh, the country. So it's going to be a great experience. And uh, I can't wait for somebody to win. Yeah, that's super exciting. And it's an exciting time for Giants fans as well. Um, I'd love to talk to you a little bit about what's going on in New York, as well as your time in college. Uh, it's a lot of upheaval going on and a lot of SEC chatter with the CFP stuff this week. So I'd love to touch on that as well. But uh, let's go Giants first, because uh, Tommy DeVito is your quarterback right now. Just named QB1 for next Monday against Green Bay. He's on a bit of a winning streak, and you guys connected. Uh, that pass he hit to you early in the uh, in the Pats game was maybe his most impressive throw of the year so far. Uh, so talk to me a little bit about what you've seen from Tommy and and how you guys are developing more of a relationship and connection. Yeah, um, I think I see a confident player uh, when I see Tommy, um, uh, a quarterback that's decisive. Um, and not only that, he, he, he throws an accurate pass. So uh, he's a great quarterback for us. Um, not only that, he's learning. You know, he's still a rookie. Um, so he's learning uh, the process throughout the season. And I'm just proud of what he has done so far. They returned Tyrod Taylor as well to practice recently. How valuable has it been for you, for Tommy, for the team to have him in the room, even though Tommy is starting? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's always great to have, uh, you know, one of your leaders back um, in Tyrod. So we have a lot of a lot of respect for him. Um, not only that, he's, he's always with 
uh, Tommy, just following around, making sure that he can hear from his point of view what he sees. Um, so it, when you have a, a vet quarterback and a leader in Tyrod, you know, behind you, uh, behind Tommy, uh, just in his ear, um, it can help you in so many ways. So, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely it's definitely uh, good to have him back. I saw a case of local uh, Tommy DeVito beers get delivered to the locker room yesterday. I don't know if you did you see that? Did you get to have one of those? Yeah, we seen I, I didn't have one, but we, we seen them, though. We seen them. <laughs> All right. Amazing. Maybe you uh, maybe you crack into those uh, after the Packers game next Monday. You got Green Bay coming in pretty hot there. Um, Monday night showdown, you know, no flex. You guys have the spotlight. Uh, are you excited by the chance to maybe derail Green Bay's playoff hopes a little bit? Because I know they're on a roll now as well. And you've won two in a row. Yeah, they're a hot team. Um, and not only that, we're a hot team as well. Uh, but uh, I think for us, it's, it's all about us right now. Um, I think if we control what we can control, um, do what we know what we can do um, as far as our game plan and what we want to do against Green Bay, um, I think we have a great chance. Uh, we just can't beat ourselves. Uh, that, that's that's our motto right now. We just got to worry about us, and uh, hopefully we get, our, uh, get the results that we want. You are definitely, it feels like, in that locker room building a little momentum going into next year. Um, I would love if you could talk me through – what the vibe and energy is in the locker room right now, obviously a tough start to the season, but it seems like everyone is staying motivated. You watch coach Dable's, you know, post game, you know, huddles and press conferences. It definitely seems like everyone's pointed in the same direction. So what is it about that energy? How have you managed to shake off that tough start and really channel momentum going into next year? Yeah, I think it just, um, I think you really know what a team is, uh, you know, when you face adversity. So uh, we face some in the beginning of the season and, uh, I think it just brought us closer together just as a team. Uh, we, you know, we had some uh, key injuries that that hurt us, but uh, just the way that we fall back and, you know, still trying to push uh, for playoffs, uh, playoff hopes, um, you know, that's that's what that's what we want, man. We're, we're, we're always going to fight um, here at the Giants. We're always going to fight for what we want. And, uh, you know, I'm just proud of our team. Um, I'm proud of what we, uh, you know, overcame so far, but we, we have so much ahead of us. You know, I feel like we're a great, we're, we're a good team and we just got to continue to keep keep doing what we know what we can do. Is that the culture that uh, Coach Dable preaches? I know you have a lot of fans looking at the draft, but you sound focused on the playoffs still and making noise down the stretch. Is is that really what he preaches? Is that why everyone's so united around that goal? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, you know, our, our hopes are not out of it, you know. So we're, we're definitely going to keep keep going, uh, you know, 110%, you know, when we're on the field and, you know, when we're trying to execute plays. So uh, it starts with us. It starts with the leaders. It starts with our team and uh, you know, we can only focus on on, on, on ourselves, so we just got to do that. When you do look ahead to next year, is there a position that you're sort of eyeing in the draft as you watch college football? Is there, is there somebody who's caught your eye, or are you just focused on, hey, whoever's here, you know, they're going to help us get better? Yeah, it's definitely a lot of great, great players, uh, you know, heading into the draft this year. It's going to be a good draft class. Um, but, you know, I, I don't I don't know anything about you know, what we're looking for or anything. I, I just try to focus on, you know, what we have to do. So, uh, but at the same time, you know, I hope I can't wait for whoever we get. So it's going to be, it's going to be fun. Of course. Uh, what about your personal growth? Uh, you know, your first year in the NFL, you were definitely finding your footing, uh, had some impressive splash plays for sure. What are the biggest lessons you feel like you've learned when you look back week one to present? I mean, what are you more comfortable in now than you were then? Yeah, I think uh, the game speed is slowed down for me. Um, that was probably uh, one of the big uh, things that I had to 
focused on was that. Um, and that's just getting more uncomfortable uh, just being on the field. So I think I got that knocked down. Um, uh, I'm more of a confident player now than I was in week one. Uh, so that that's definitely a big jump. But I'll probably say those two things for sure. I'd love for you to tell me, uh, you know, obviously you've battled a lot of great uh, defensive backs this year. Who has been the toughest matchup for you? Uh, yeah, I've seen, I've seen a lot of them. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of great players that I went against so far. Um, but, uh, you know, if I had to say one, uh, I'd probably say um, probably Stephon Gilmore. Uh, I have a lot of – I think Stephon Gilmore is a, a great, great player. He's, you know, just, just off his mechanics and, you know, how he reads tendencies. Uh, he's just a great player. You can just tell. Uh, he's he's a he's a you can just tell he watches a lot of film you know you can you can tell that he studies uh opponent that he's playing and you know who he's facing so I'll probably say him so far I know you're probably itching to uh the fact that you named Gilmore makes me think that you and your teammates are probably itching for revenge in the Cowboys next year after what <laughs> you saw uh, from them this year I feel like is, is that the number one team where you're like man let me add him next year like I can't wait yeah you know we had we 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 didn't have the best uh, best start against them week one. Um, and, you know, the second game wasn't the best either. So I mean, that's definitely a game that we're going to have to eye on next year for sure. Awesome. Uh, well, I'd love to get your thoughts on uh, the college football landscape as well as, you know, an SEC star leaving Tennessee last year. A um, lot of SEC noise this week because we had Alabama make the college football playoff over undefeated Florida State. Now, as an SEC guy, does that affect your opinion on this at all? You know, do you think a one-loss SEC champion is kind of like, well, I mean, you got to put him in, or does your hatred for Bama transcend everything? And you're like, man, we should have put Florida State in there. <laughs> uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, even though I hate Bama, um, I'm always an SEC guy. You know, I always believe in the SEC. We have, uh, I believe, we have the best coaches in the SEC, the best players, um, and just the tradition behind the SEC is just top tier. So. I'll always have that faith just in the SEC. But uh, Florida State was a great team. They were they were a good team. Obviously, they went undefeated. Um, yeah, they have a good they have a good uh, good quarterback, and I heard he got hurt. So you know, prayers up for him. But uh, they have a great team. You know, they have a good team. They have a good receiver. Um, so, but at the same time, I know it hurts them. I know it hurts that they couldn't get in. Because um, I mean, what do you ask for? You know, from a team when they go undefeated. But uh, you gotta look at the strength of schedule. I think that's really that's really what it goes down to. Um, you know, who had a, who had a tougher schedule? Um, because at the end of the day, that's what matters. You know, you go to the college playoff and let's say a team that went undefeated and you know didn't really play anybody goes in there and then they get smacked. Then you know nobody wants to watch that. So it's all about the strength of schedule. So I even though I know a lot of people disagree on Florida State not getting in, um, you know, I'm kind of 50-50 on it. You know, I really don't have a problem with it, you know, because Alabama faced Georgia in the SEC uh, championship. You know, they're three, uh, two-time or three, whatever it is, what they are. So, uh, it's you know, I, I don't know. I don't disagree with it. That's what I got to say. Good. It's, that's the insight I want. Um, comparing these SEC venues, you know, Alabama, Georgia become – top tier in, in you know Alabama's doing it forever but in recent years what was the toughest SEC road crowd for you to deal with uh I'll probably have to say um <clears throat> probably Georgia uh just their tradition behind what they do um they kind of remind me of, uh, of us the University of Tennessee how they care about football so much um you know they have diehard fans over there and uh, every time I went over there, it was definitely a tough, tough uh, place to play in. Um, so I'll definitely have to say them, number one. 
Awesome. Uh, and how do you feel about uh, this shakeup that's coming next year? You got Oklahoma, Texas joining the conference, uh, Texas in the CFP too. So they got plenty of momentum. Uh, do you welcome them with open arms or does that still feel kind of weird to you? No, nah, we definitely welcome them with open arms. Um, you know, it, it's, it's definitely going to bring more of a, uh, more of a movie to the SEC. So it's going to be fun bringing those two teams uh, already into a powerhouse conference. So uh, especially adding them to the Tennessee schedule, it's going to be fun, fun games in the future. I'm glad you shouted out, uh, you know, Knoxville and the Vols crowd as well, because I do feel like you have maybe one of those great SEC hometown, uh, you know, home advantages. Uh, I was in Knoxville for a game day weekend couple you know a couple months ago in september and i went to place uh pete's coffee shop every single waitress wearing vols gear this was like a friday too it was not even a saturday um a lot of special spots in knoxville what were sort of your go-tos like wh what do you miss food bars everything uh i probably i, I miss a lot of things about tennessee um just the game day atmosphere uh you just can't beat it um, you know, when you, when you have home games and it's sold out every game when you're at home, I mean, that's just the best, best feeling. It's the best atmosphere you can have when you, when you're playing football. Um, we had a lot, a lot of night games when, when I played my junior year. So, uh, it, it was just a great atmosphere. That was probably the biggest thing about it. Um, not even, it's not even all the other stuff. It's just the enjoyment of everybody having fun and just loving football. Have you been back since you left? I try to come back, um, just our schedule and, how Tennessee schedule um, align. I just didn't have time this year, um, but definitely in the future, I will definitely go to a game when I have time for sure. Awesome. Uh, well, Jalen Hyatt, uh, you made noise with your NIL deal with Hyatt while in school. You've continued the relationship. The weekend in the cleats of an NFL rookie package. Again, that begins Tuesday, December 12th, 11 a.m. Eastern fans have a chance to enter to win all that great stuff. Um, I'll let you go on this one. I got one more question about the Giants and your rookie season. Uh, what is the worst rookie hazing prank that you've gotten pulled on you this year? Did you get like a big dinner bell slapped on you? Uh, was it Dable? Like who really got you good this year? Uh, yeah, they still got to get me. That's the problem. Um, I, they, they, they're waiting for after the season. So I'm kind of scared about that. Um, that doesn't, that's not good news. So, uh, <laughs> Uh, I'll let you know when it happens. Trust me, because it, it won't it won't be a good feeling. <laughs> well, year two, you get to do it to somebody else. So <laughs> exactly. I can't wait. <laughs> well, Jalen Hyde, I can't wait to find out more about that, too. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate you. Thank you. Jalen Hyatt, everybody. And we now know the Giants were going for the playoffs, beating Green Bay in that game five and eight in the race. Who the thunk it? Tommy DeVito's agent. Would have thunk it. Hey, don't ever tell him he wouldn't have thunk it. And now for the pre-Christmas season finale, the last word from Shark Tank's Robert Herjavec, who was on the plane everyone thought Shohei Otani was on heading to Toronto. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Uh, what a wonderful gathering for little old me, a run-of-the-mill billionaire. <laughs> Love the Blue Jays hats. Love the increasingly angry looks on everyone's faces. Uh, who am I? <laughs> Why, it's me, Robert Herjavec. You may remember me from investing in someone's easy pop wine top, or from being here right now. And if I could invest in anything today, it would be your beautiful smiles. Oh, or MLB megastar Shohei Otani, who I hear is a free agent. Hey, is he still available? Little birdies were telling me Dodgers. Whoa, whoa, okay, stop spitting at me. <laughs> I'm just telling you what I heard.
I said stop spinning. Now, fine people in Toronto, you all know I am Canadian. Proud Mississauga, man. But I haven't been to town in a couple of fortnights. What are the best restaurants in town these days? Any sushi places within the walking distance of the Rogers Center that can hold a table for 50 tonight? Well, again with the spinning. <laughs> okay, look, I'm no oracle, all right? I am no two-way superstar. I am simply a humble businessman who could buy and sell your entire family, if you let me. Or if you don't, I could buy anything. I could even buy, say, the, the Toronto Blue Jays. And if I did, my first move would be signing a 10-year contract with Labatt Blue. Personnel's not my thing, okay? I don't know players. And change the logos and colors, okay? Blue and red, more like you and dead. You could all use a little Mississauga zazz, okay? Hey, out of curiosity, are you all here because you were tracking my flight online? <laughs> That's dynamite. Hector, have them all killed. That's it for 2023. That's a wrap. My thanks to Jalen Hyatt and Hyatt Hotels. See you next year.